Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What has gotten into Rowdy Telez? We'll discuss next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome to FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Thursday, May 5th. Happy Cinco de Mayo. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Chris Towers. And let's talk about the big, beefy baseball boy. Rowdy Telez goes 4 for 6 with a double dong and 8 RBI on Wednesday the StatCast page is a thing of beauty, Chris. He is crushing the ball right now. Roddy Telez, only 28% roster. Do you think that he is a must-add hitter right now? I would say certainly 28% is too low. I don't know if he's a must-add player in every single league. You know, your 10-team points leagues, maybe he's not worth adding there. But yeah, Roddy Telez is definitely someone who needs to be added more than he is. And after this game, I would expect he's going to be in the 60 to 70% range very shortly. And that's probably where he belongs. I'm skeptical that Rowdy Telez is going to be, you know, a long-term fantasy contributor, someone that you just leave in your lineup the rest of the season. You know, I don't know if the, the Brewers are going to play him every day, although there are reasons to be optimistic about his ability to hit lefties. His numbers against them actually aren't that bad. Uh, the OPS split is very close against righties. So, you know, he might not be just a platoon bat. Hopefully the Brewers don't just view him as that. But yeah, he hits the ball really hard. He makes a decent amount of contact. He doesn't strike out very much. And those are good things to put together. I'm not sure he's going to be an asset in batting average. But yeah, Rowdy Teles has good raw power, good contact skills. And that's a good base to work from. So um, yeah, definitely someone worth adding. All right, let's move from a waiver wire hitter over to some waiver wire pitchers. Garrett Whitlock made his third straight start for the Red Sox, and it was a great one. Five innings, two runs, nine strikeouts to zero walks going up against the Angels. And another pitcher was very good on Wednesday, Austin Gomber. He posted another quality start, his third in a row. He went six and two-thirds innings, two runs, six strikeouts. He had 19 swinging strikes in this start. He is 25% rostered. Garrett Whitlock is 65% rostered. Who would you rather have, Chris, Whitlock or Gomber? Well, definitely Whitlock. Now, there, there are some questions about whether he's going to stick in the rotation for Boston. They could certainly use uh, some help in the bullpen. They blew another lead on Wednesday night. But, you know, Garrett Whitlock can't throw three innings every night, so he's not going to fix everything that's wrong with their bullpen anyway. I think there's more value in having him in the rotation. And... What he's done so far this season, what he's done in his major league career has just been spectacular. And he's been able to, you know, mostly keep his velocity up since becoming a starter. We haven't seen him necessarily pitch super deep into games. 78 pitches, five innings was his longest start yet. But nine strikeouts in this one. He's got a great strikeout to walk ratio, both as a starter and as a reliever. The, the pitch count is inching up every start. So I just think there's a lot of potential for Garrett Whitlock. You know, he's thrown about 100 innings at the major league level with a sub-3 ERA and a bunch of strikeouts. So I think he's someone moving forward. I'm hoping he stays in the rotation. The fact that Rich Hill and Tanner Houck are going to be piggybacking in their next start. 
hopefully that means Garrett Whitlock will stay in the rotation. And I, I think he's going to be quite good. So I'm more confident in that than I am with Gomber, who, yeah, this was a good start. 19 swinging strikes. That's really impressive, but he still pitches half his games at Coors Field, and that's just hard to get around. You you think about the history of Coors Field and the the number of consistently useful fantasy options at starting pitcher. I mean, are there more than five? Do you need a second hand to count them? I'm not sure that you do, and so that's just history working against Austin Gomber and then the offensive environment that he pitches in, so... I think he's a, a fairly easy one to you know leave for the streaming uh, mess, I guess. Washington being a pretty good matchup. Kansas City in his next one, also a good one. San Francisco after that, not so much. All right, let's have a trade conversation. Mackenzie Gore has now allowed two earned runs or fewer in all four of his starts. By all accounts, he's looked very good thus far, and I'm rooting for the kid. I hope he continues to perform everything that he's gone through down in the minor leagues. Now he's performing well. The question, Chris, should you look to sell high on Mackenzie Gore in redraft leagues? What do you think? Yeah, he, he's really impressive. The One of the top pitching prospects in baseball over the past couple of years. Lefty who throws in the mid to high 90s. But he really, so far, has been kind of a one-pitch pitcher. He threw his fastball 77% of the time. On Wednesday, results were pretty good, although only two strikeouts, three walks. Command, still a work in progress. Both the slider and curveball, still a work in progress. Curveball especially. Looks good, not getting a lot of whiffs. Didn't get any today. And I just think right now, he's probably in over his head a little bit. And I would be looking to move him. The problem is, look, you're you're passing on a potential stud. You're passing on someone who, if everything clicks, and it very well could, you know, he could be a top 24 starting pitcher. But... I would be comfortable moving him. I think a perfect sell low, sell high, buy low opportunity here is to trade him for Charlie Morton, see if you can get that done. And I do have more confidence in Morton moving forward. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. It was a very bright, shining light, Sarajevo. And they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.